Hey guys, welcome back to the Cine Talk Theory. I'm Angel. And I'm Sushi. So today we're going to talk about the movie Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes, so if you forgot about the movie or if you just want a little reminder. So basically, the movie sets place in Kumandra and there's this girl, Raya, who goes on a quest to find Sisu, a dragon, because a few years ago, the gem pieces that were supposed to hold back off a sort of monster called the Droon, it broke into pieces and then five of the different territories. Yes, they all took one piece of it. Well, she wants to find first of all Sisu, but then she finds Sisu the dragon and then with her and some other people who are going to join them. They're going to try to uh, recollect the five pieces of the gem to push back off the Droon so they can save all the people who are um, turned into stones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that sums it out. Well, let's jump into the movie and like our theories. So first of all, the theme of the movie. What do you think is the theme of the movie exactly? Well, I felt it was pretty obvious because the whole movie was kind of built upon this. It's really trust. Should you trust someone or should you not? And mm-hmm. yeah, this was really an important part of the story. And I, I'd say the theme of this whole movie. Yeah, definitely. Trust was the main thing. It was even the concept of trust that saved this world. Because if they didn't trust each other at the end, it wouldn't have all worked out. At first, it was also what broke the world. Ooh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, and if you take a look at this concept in today's society, do you think we should trust more? Or do you think it is better if you keep your guards up in today's society? It's really hard because I feel like in our modern society, we mostly focus on social media right now. So there's not really lots of communication going on between people. So we don't often talk to strangers as much and work as a community so i'd say it's always good to trust people but we also have to be careful Mm -hmm. totally agree what you just said it's so important to trust someone but in today's society i feel like we lost that trust because we also became more not evil per se but it's more corrupted than in the old days where we were just i don't know farming and like yeah i think that today's society really changed and evoluted i'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing but i think this movie really came like with the right message but we don't know if it is an accurate message to follow in today's world i felt like it was still a great message and a great movie to see in our society right now i think we really needed that oh my god the movie's visual i loved it okay it yes beautiful all of it just the animation even the character's voice i loved it like all of it it was so it was like a masterpiece for me like between frozen's graphic and moana's i think they fused it both and it was really great yes 
Definitely. Yeah, what did you think? Honestly, the scenes were so amazing. Sometimes I wasn't even following the story. I was just watching um, the animation and the characters and the whole background. It was all very beautiful. So yeah, same for me. Yeah. And what would be like the scene, like your favorite scene from the movie? Well, visually or just my favorite scene in general? Maybe like one and like in general, what would be your favorite and like the visual? one would would it be okay well for general um it's when raya finds sisu and they have this conversation which is so funny because sisu yeah. is just so funny like everything she says and her voice mm-hmm. it's so perfect so yeah this was my favorite scene from the movie but visually i'd say when all the dragons were out and there were just so many colors and people were all happy and they were dancing this was so beautiful and about what you said the scene that i preferred was also the dragons but more precisely how they were dancing in the air float on water that's in the air like at one point sisu showed raya when it started to rain she showed Raya, how she was able to get, like, to fly in the sky, not just, like, magically, but because it was, it was not, like, a scientific method, but, like, they have, like, water droplets in yeah. the air, and then she captured that, and then she stepped on it, so it made sense, but it was still magical at some point, and I think that's just really well thought in general, and I really like the scene where she showed her, and, like, um, you said that you thought Sisu was funny. Would she be your favorite character then in this movie? Yes. Yes, definitely. She um she's just really happy all the time and she's humble. She's not like, "Yes, I saved the world." She knew that it was her and her sisters and brothers who made that up, um made the gem. And yeah, she was just very mm-hmm relaxed and just always always in a great mood yeah. so what about you who was your favorite character i would like to say Cece was definitely the character um <laughs> she was really charismatic and during the movie you can see how she sort of helped raya and she also helps the mood when it gets too gloomy and dark you always have like that funny character yeah. that makes everyone laugh and Cece would definitely be that but i would have to say my favorite character would be um raya's dad because from the beginning yes. he was like yes we must have kumandra we can't be like separated and all that and i think it was so Like, I know it's a little bit cliche, but it was so inspiring. And it also, like, sends another message that you can do so much more when you're, like, cooperating with everyone Mm -hmm. else instead of being on your own. Like, I think it had a really meaningful message behind it. So I really liked his dad, her dad. So, yeah. Yeah. Her dad was very a mature person and... His whole vibe was just like spiritual and um, always calm-minded, which I love. But I still love Sisu mm-hmm. more. <laughs> and also, yeah, I wanted to mm-hmm. add that 
Um, I maybe it would be my second favorite character, um, Namari. She was. Um, even though she wasn't kind of in the same, um, in the same. They were enemies at first, and also she started. Mm-hmm. Uh, she broke kind of the gem pieces, but she. Mm-hmm. Um, it. She's really a great fighter, and she's so strong as a person, just as Raya. But I can understand why she would do. Um, everything she did in her point of view, because she wanted to save and um, kind of lead her country or her country, but like her people, the Fang. So, yeah, she was a a great character. Mm-hmm. And she was also sort of um, how to say influenced by her mom into thinking that if she dead like if she, she did anything like with sisu or raya it would be um like it would be bad for her fang clan and yeah i guess but she was a great anti-hero like at the at first you can see she's really like she was really mean like she she was really mean at first yeah. i thought like she was just a a really mean person i really didn't like her but at the end of the movie i think she sort of changed like because after seeing sisu i think they had like this sort of connection yes and she she felt like what it was like to be like her like a child because sisu was her sort of hero when she was a child and when she saw that maybe it brought back memories it was oh Maybe this is the right thing. This is Sisu that we're talking about. Maybe we should listen to her. And yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a great But about the characters, mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, she probably had like the biggest um, change of character. Like of character. She did have the biggest. Well, I'd say out. Raya also has a great character development because you can see at first she trusted too much. Um, Namari, so she backstabbed her, but then mm-hmm. she didn't trust her enough, which made Sisu die. And then at mm-hmm. the end, um, she learned to also trust people um, and trust Namari, and then she gave her the gem. So this was really um, this was a good improvement to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really entertaining too, just seeing how they were fighting. Like, it was a serious moment. How they fought was really... Maybe it's just my sense of humor, but I thought it was really funny just seeing their face, like, scowling over a jam. Like, come on, you know? And, yeah. And also at the beginning, now we're saying that um, it's Namari's fault. But is it really, though? Because if you think of it, it's um, Raya's dad that invited them over. If his dad, if her dad didn't invite them over, maybe all of this wouldn't have happened. What do you think? Well, I don't think his dad is at fault because he invited them. Um, I mean, it's sure that it was kind of the 
point where it all started, but even though he wouldn't have invited them over, the whole thing, um, clan, clan, they, they already had this idea to steal the gem to have the power because they felt like the heart didn't deserve it. So because there were like the fireworks and then the whole army of things just came in to grab the gem. So they had all of this planned out. And even if they weren't invited, they would have surely found another way to come back and get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, I can see where you're going with this. Honestly, I also have to add that Tuk Tuk is very cute. And yeah, I just wonder how the... Sorry. <laughs> how did he um, grow so big? He was so small at the beginning. And then six years later, he was a giant running around. Um, doing all of those things and yeah I actually feel bad for Tuk Tuk like is he just a transportation for Raya is he really his pet is this like animal exploitation you know <laughs> like rolling for hours it must have been really yeah his head um, <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do that yeah, that was um well that was impressing, but I love to see how like the main character had a pet and was really like their relationship was just really cute. But, yes. Yeah. It was different from other movies because well this movie was different on many, many points. But just mm-hmm. for the animal normally it would be kind of a dog, a cat, or a horse that you would ride. And how they um incorporated the main character isn't a boy or like a white person anymore. It's like a colored yes. person. And I think that's a very big improvement. It's a girl, it's a female um, colored person's view. And I think that's very interesting. And the main characters, they were all women, which was really great to see. Often the main character would be a boy. Or there would be a boy involved, but all of this was done by women. And they obviously were really inspired by kind of Southeast Asia and their yeah. culture to base their movie on. It was definitely different. Like, you can yeah. tell they made a big improvement and... It was refreshing. Yeah, really. And the fact that Sisu was a girl dragon, I was so... I don't know why, because I I was like, okay, for sure they're going to put like a male dragon that's mm-hmm. like really strong and goofy. But no, they put a girl dragon. And I think that's yes. such a great decision. Just to like, you know, not, not like overthrow like the boy's character, but just the fact that they had this like idea. It was really great, I think. Honestly, big change from their previous movie. I would even say it's probably one of my all-time favorite Disney movie. And they were having sword fights. Like, they were not boys. They were girls that were having sword fights. And I mean, 
that's a really big improvement from what we see usually in Disney movies. I have one theory. So, as I like to do is to take movies and sort of look at them in today's perspective, as you know. And with the jam, I just wanted to... Well, it's not a question, but it's more like, what do you think? Because the jam, it's like, yes, it's something sacred. And maybe they should have all come with peace. And like, you know, be Kumandra again and not try to steal the globe away from heart. But at the same time, one scene scene really made me think of this situation. Like, is it really fair for heart to have the crystal ball and not the other regions because um as princess namari said she said that for a long time she didn't have rice unlike raya that could have had rice like on every day but princess namari couldn't and this sort of reflected that there was like a sort of not yeah there was a sort of inequality and in today's society too, sometimes when people are really well off and they already have all they need, they don't see like others people need anymore. They're just like, oh, everybody's equal and the world is perfect and you know, something like that. And I think it reflected sort of this problem in the world. I don't know what you thought about it. Yes, of course. Because obviously there's going to be social inequality. The hard people were definitely the richest of the five parts mm-hmm. of Kamandra. Because they kept the gem. But then the other four, they obviously had less. And it kind of described a few sins that people can have a part of the society that wasn't as good yeah so like flaws of society that um that society could have yes definitely i can definitely see that but then what like region would you associate yourself with oh okay good question well like in which region would you live in okay well the place where it was all desert because it was just it seemed to me kind of like an an adventure there were a desert the con artists they were in town right i think so yeah okay i loved town firstly they were on water how cool would it be to live on water you have like the perfect view and they were all dressed purple so i mean who wouldn't want to be all in purple every okay, day? Yeah, I see. You know? Yes, maybe they were con artists. But look at how, like at night, it was so, it had like a festive vibe to it because there was like, there were like lanterns hanging on shops and everybody just selling like, okay, do you want this? Do you want that? And there was so many good stuff. It reminded me like of those big markets that sold sold things to you and just like you can feel it in the air it's really like somewhere you want to be and it's really like full of people there's always somebody dancing and singing and selling stuff 
I think that's really where I think I like to be. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, it was very joyful and colorful everywhere. So mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, Coco. I don't know why, but just <gasps> the vibe. Yes. Oh, yes. Like that worm vibe. That worm. Yeah. Yeah, there were like worm colors in this scene, especially. And yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So for the fact that each dragon had a power, so... Um, I want to say, like, the first sister who had the glowing power. I mean, poor her, because glowing, (laughs) okay, it's fine and all, but it's not really useful. It's just like, okay, yeah, you're glowing. What a great power. And then there was one who was able to change into a human. And then Sisu, who was so good in water and another good rain and then she was just there like glowing <laughs> that's yeah well i mean like um sisu said i don't need a night lamp anymore so yeah. i mean why not it could be a great advantage if she does like night lamps and yeah i mean um well maybe it's because Maybe it had a meaning because first, like, it was the first crystal of the globe and it was Raya who had it. Maybe the glowing signified the heart. Like, it represented life and, like, life and light are often associated together, are in a dark place. It's more like death. And when you're in the light, it's like life. So when she touched it, she felt the power of heart mm-hmm. yeah i get it guess it's not that bad then but what would be your favorite superpower to have if you were sisu which one would you use the most i kind of hesitate between the changing into a human and the rain because making rain is really fun and it's because of rain i think that the dragons can fly mm-hmm. yeah yeah water, water. droplets and yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. If you have this part, you kind of are the king or you kind of can lead the whole dragon. They don't have a leader, but you know, when you make it rain, they can fly. So they kind of depend on you. So yeah, I choose the raining one. I mean, that's a great choice. I, I agree uh-huh. with you. It's a really yeah. cool effect to have. Mm-hmm. You? Well, I mean, I do really like night lamps. So, <laughs> okay, I'm kidding, kidding. I really, I mean, glowing, you know, it's a great ability to have. You're so much more beautiful when you're glowing and, you know, especially today in the market, a lot of like moisturizers, toners, they all say make your skin glow. And with this power, I mean, you you just glow whenever you want to. Why not? Yeah, but yeah, that was my favorite power, I guess. (laughs) And also, we didn't talk about the little boy. He was the one with the like oh, the yeah. boat and that helped him. What did you think of this character? He was so cute. He kind of reminds me also of Indiana Jones, the little short round. They're kind of similar. They're both really jovial, mm-hmm. <laughs> happy. So I liked him because I liked short round. And since they're similar, I guess I like him also. We can see a lot of Indiana Jones reference 
moments in this movie because even when Raya when she went to Alan she had to get past ropes and even at the beginning of the movie to get to the orb where she was sort of training with her dad she had to get through like sort of obstacles just like Indiana Jones yeah but this time it's a woman Raya yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the dumb, you know, oh, lover yeah. of Indiana Jones would be Sisu. <laughs> you know, always causing trouble and like, yes, we just give them a gift. It should all be fine. Oh and my then, God. And then yes. Raya has to save her. They inspired themselves a lot from Indiana Jones, I think, with this movie. Yeah, okay. And mm-hmm. with the hat, with Raya's hat. Oh my god, it represented the same. It's true. I mean, lots of movies inspires from other and Indiana mm-hmm. Jones is obviously a classic. Oh, and Raya's sword that turned into a whip. That was no coincidence. Okay. But yeah, we can see all, like, by comparing these two movies, you can really see the resemblance. I mean, I never thought of that, but now that you mentioned it, yeah. it's a pretty big resemblance, I mean. Mm-hmm. What else was there in the movie? I think, oh, there were drones. Yes, the drones. Yeah. It's so weird because they're, I mean, they're kind of really small, and I don't know if there's lots of drones or there's this one that just travels um, mm-hmm. everywhere, but yeah, I mean, how could they have wait the june is big or is it small i think they're pretty big like bigger than humans because at the start of the movie they only have one drone and then you can see that the the one drone just like split itself into two and then just started attacking the people and also when the people were like attacked they came into this position what do you think this position means yes yes i mean um Maybe it was kind of the opposite sign of the sign that you give to dragons because when you pray yeah. to dragons, kind of, mm-hmm. you do this circle with your hand. Yeah. So for this one, maybe it's the opposite to signify that you're under the reign of the drones. Yes, definitely. And I also thought of like it was exactly the opposite because if you think of it, when you put your hands together to do a circle and give it to the dragons, it's like you're giving something to the dragons. You're like, here I'm offering you with this present. That's a circle. Let's say <laughs> the present is a circle. But when the drone attacks you, you come into this position of wanting something from the dragon. You want them to give you something. You're more greedy. Like you don't give anymore, mm. but you want i thought maybe it had this um significance yeah yeah. the drones were very special as a enemy kind of it was the first time that we see this entirety normally it's mostly mean humans Mm -hmm. that are enemies but this time it was something that couldn't be beaten kind of except if you had all the gem and if you were working together the five plants and yeah the only way you could survive is to have a gem or the water because the water repelled them so yeah it was very different to see a drone but Mm -hmm. it was so scary at the same time because you cannot physically attack them you can't Mm -hmm. ever win over them or beat them so you're Mm -hmm. just here to die no you're not even dying you're just turning to 
stone. But that's even more scary because mm-hmm. once you're in stone, wait, if you're in a stone and mm-hmm. then you break, do you die? That's what I ask myself. I'm like, are the stones even destructible? I mean, we don't even know if it's stone. Like maybe it's made of material that can't possibly be destructed. I mean, the dragons were turning to stones for like, what, 500 years? And they didn't even lose a tiny bit mm-hmm. of like their skin or anything. So maybe, yeah. I don't know, something like a really powerful material or yeah mm-hmm. and when they turn to stone do they keep their age because the dad he didn't age when he was in stone yeah i don't think they i think that they mm-hmm. just stay like the whole time just um freezing kind of they're just mm-hmm. there but they don't think or everything stopped for them and then when they come back it's restarting so maybe this is a way to be immortal yes that's yes. exactly what i wanted to say wow well i mean good for them they found like a new elixir of life i guess <laughs> yeah well technically they're not immortal yet they're just not there freezing yeah in time but i know now some rich people they want to find a way to preserve their body and their dna to kind of be immortal broad- like no not back to yeah brought back to life a few hundred years later but this is the perfect solution for them definitely even now i'm telling there are people that pay i don't know billions to get their bodies frozen after Mm -hmm. their death for like hundreds and hundreds of years and there's even a myth it's not true but there was a myth that walt disney himself himself. and maybe they took this to like sort of contrast the movie you know a a little message and also the drones when you like said they were afraid of water it reminded me that maybe the drones represented covid like they used covid as a yes. representation yes. because they were multiplying each other and we know viruses you know they just multiply mm. each other and yeah but for the drones i hoped they gave a story to why they exist but i kind of have a theory about that. I think that the drones were created by the greed, the uh, violence in humans, and this returned against them because mm-hmm. the gem pieces, when they broke up, it's kind of like the five people, they all also just separated and were enemies. So yeah, the drones came back, but it's kind of a representation or a mirror image of their own self selfishness mm-hmm. i think your theory definitely works because if you think of it when the drones attacked the dragons the first time and sisu saved humanity by destroying all of them with this crystal globe well everybody came back to life except the dragons because as you said it was maybe the greed of humans so a dragon couldn't repair that but now the second time it was humans that save the world so when they sort of erased their guilt and all their bad qualities then the rain was more pure and it also saved the dragons yes because at the end it was like the five different people of kumandra all together and cooperating and just working as one to sacrifice themselves in order to save the world and when they did i think this is the moment where the dragons could find Finally be back because the humans realized they were more powerful as one and they reunited mm-hmm. yeah that theory works really really well and also what did you think of 
of the relationship between Raya and Princess Narari? Like, is it a positive relationship or is it more on the toxic side? Frenemies. <laughs> so... <laughs> Frenemies are toxic, but I think it was more, it might have been positive in a way where they both were really good fighters and when sometimes when you have a competition or a rival, you want more to win. You have the motivation and it helps mm. you get better because you want to beat that person or mm -hmm. at least it's me. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm too competitive, but I think it helped them always do their best to always mm -hmm. surpass themselves, but also the other and this rivalry between them pushed them to be better but mm -hmm. also they're yeah. very similar they were just born into two different clan just like romeo and juliet no it's not yeah. really comparable <laughs> but yeah they could have been to a great duo together yeah like um namari said she said Maybe in another world, we could have been best friends, but in this world, we are rivals. And yes. yeah, I think it was like sad, but at the same time, I wouldn't want them. Like, it would be cool that they were friends, but it would have like taken down a notch the excitement of the movie. Of course, the movie mm -hmm. is kind of based upon their revolvery. And Urus, Raya's character is very interesting because normally when you have good fighters and strong person, this is their main point and they're just always wanting to fight and just really spontaneous. But in Raya's case, she is so sarcastic and yeah. she's... She's just so confident in her um when she was dueling with Mari, she was like, Yeah, you can never go off without your band, huh? And she was this confident person, which I loved to see. Mm -hmm. And she was really like witty, great character. One of the she best. Mm -hmm. And as you said, what you said with Raya, she is a really special character because we can also see that she has like this bad side, sort of. Not that perfect character, like, oh, she's so nice. She's never yes. mean to anybody no at the end you can see her anger she was like i don't care anymore i'm human i also have emotions you can really more relate yourself to her because of this and i think it was great to see yes and because humans aren't perfect mm -hmm. in movies we always <laughs> see characters that are perfect beautiful good in everything always nice always right but this character she wasn't always right she made mistakes but then she also also learned from those mistakes and changed them and there's so much character development she goes through a lot she learns a lot and then she becomes a better human so this can really give us a great inspiration to be that ourselves but we're not perfect she was not but she learned to be not yet perfect because nobody is ever perfect mm -hmm. but she learned to be an amazing human being yeah really and oh my god he's so inspirational <laughs> I was so caught in the wind. And I think that Raya and Namari, they really represented the yin and yang. Because Ooh. you had Raya, the I quote, good side. And you had Namari, the I quote, bad side. But they all had a lot of kindness or darkness. And mm. I think that was a great aspect of the movie. Yeah. When they started the boat to take some more people from each part of Kamandra, I was so excited because at first with the boy, I kind of knew he was going to be part of this adventure. Then they went to Talon and then they, well, they met the Khan baby. It was so cute. 
the three kind of monkeys and then after that i was like yes another person and then i got really excited because i was like yes they're all gonna be in this adventure together and they're all gonna collaborate and it's gonna be so fun and yeah and every time they added a person i was like yay <laughs> Yeah, like a new character. It was really fun to see all these new characters and how they bond with each other. And I would say this also shows a nature of human being is that when you're in trouble, like sometimes when bad times come, you'll grow closer to your loved ones. And like who was your enemy yesterday might be your friend tomorrow. Mm. And I think it really illustrates, well, what happened in this movie because before they were all like enemies searching for the globe and they tried to steal it from one another and like no i want the globe no i want the globe but now they're reuniting together to get this globe together yeah. and i think it was a great concept yeah yes another important message of this movie honestly this was a much needed movie in these times covid because we need yeah. to be united i'm just gonna say, i mean it's not about the movie i just want to say that we all need to work together and then you know, wear our masks and yeah. just protect ourselves to also protect the community mm -hmm. just yeah. great movie and yeah. great timing the end of this episode Yes. Yes. So we really hope you enjoyed listening to this. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions or comments about our episode or anything, <laughs> you can just email us at the underscore cinetalk underscore theory at hotmail.com or DM us on Insta and follow us if you want great movie content. Yes, as Angel said, thank you so much for listening to our episode. Um, we're always working on improving each and every mm -hmm. um, episode. Well, that's it. Bye, guys. Bye.